Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you're here and very excited that you decided to tune into today's episode because when I tell you this is a juicy episode, it is jam freaking packed. I, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm not a huge fan of podcast interviews. I feel like they, I mean, like everything, it's a hit or miss. And, you know, there are some, you know, some podcasts that I like to listen to that they'll have a guest on. And usually I'm like, ah, I prefer a solo episode. And then of course there are others where the conversations are riveting and, amazing, right? Me personally, I really enjoy doing solo episodes. And as you know, if you've been following the show for any amount of time, you've probably noticed that I haven't done too many of them, not because I don't have people that would be perfect to come on and I'd be beyond honored to have on this show. But it's just, I don't know, I kind of prefer solo episodes. So I assume that's what you want to. And, you know, I just want to give you what you want. But no, I'm kidding. Like, I'm just assuming. Anyway, it's just kind of a habit. Well, I met this incredible woman a few months ago. Uh, we, We worked together and she just blew my mind. And I knew immediately, like within, you know, a few conversations, I had to get her on this podcast because she just, the way she explained things and the way that she showed up, it was just motivating to myself and admirable. And, and more importantly, the value that she constantly was giving. I was like, man, I, I want her to share this with you all. So I'm very excited because today you are going to hear a conversation with me and my friend Ayla Soracek. And it's, like I said, super jam-packed. We covered a lot. At one point, I had forgotten to ask her in the beginning of the interview how much time she had because sometimes, you know, we ha- we need to stop after 45 minutes or so. And we got about 50 minutes in, 55 minutes. And I didn't want to stop because I still... It was going so well. And I still had some questions that I was dying to get her advice for all of us on. And, and I stopped and I was like, can we keep going? And thankfully she, she agreed. That's how good it was. And we cover so many different things. First and foremost, we start with her background and how she got into, so she's, you know, just to give you some background on her, she's an Instagram coach, Instagram guru. I call her a branding genius. And if you look at her stuff, I mean, you, you understand why I call her that immediately because it's just stunning. 
And she helps female entrepreneurs up-level branding and marketing and social media all to grow businesses and generate money. She's also the host of the Next Level Social the Next Level Social podcast as well. And we kicked it off talking about her background because we have parallel, you know, similar backgrounds where she also started in social media management and then she shifted to mentoring. And in order to make that shift, she had to make some really hard decisions. And I'm so glad we talked about that because I know many of you, if you know, you've either felt like this or, you know, at some point you might where things might be good in your business or things might be good in your life, but you get this feeling that something could be better. You get this feeling that you're meant to be doing something different, but the thought of letting go the good feels like this huge mountain. And there's so much fear that can, that we are all very good at attaching to those kind of decisions sometimes. So we kick it off with that. Of course, I picked her brain about the social media algorithm, uh, specifically Instagram, because I don't talk so much about that anymore. So I needed to be educated. And I was actually really surprised when she told me um, lots of fun things or interesting things rolling out soon. And she gave us some very helpful hacks as business owners to navigate those changes. We talked about the state of the world right now and how things feel so heavy. And I wanted to get her advice on how she recommends us as business owners to navigate these this this social climate right now and what we're all going through because sometimes it can feel icky and it can feel you know you can feel some guilt for still showing up and and sharing or sometimes you don't feel like showing up and sharing or selling and how do you navigate that and what's really cool about Ayla is she's worked with some really massive like major brands uh, before she started teaching. So she's had experience like where anything that's come up, they have board meetings about it on how to navigate and move forward as a brand and as a company. And it was really cool to see how she took that knowledge and kind of brought it down for us smaller business owners and and kind of put it in perspective that gave me a lot of peace around what's going on right now and how to how to navigate that with my own business. We talked about her quantum leap. We talked about, gosh, what else did we talk about? I want to tell you these things up front so that you listen, because it is, I realize it's like a little bit longer of an episode, but it's so, so good and truly worthwhile your time. I really believe that. We talked about branding. If you're wanting to up-level your brand. She gave some very actionable tips on how to change your whole aesthetic with just a few actions and tools. And then constructive criticism. When we start showing up differently in our businesses and some of our old friends and family or, you know, older followers, when they have something to say or they make comments and it, it's very easy for that to dredge up doubt and you know questions on if you're doing the right thing and her response to that was absolutely mic droppable <laughs> so anyway i'm i'm really excited i'm going to 
be quiet so you can listen. But I, I just, again, I'm so excited for you to give her a follow. And speaking of, let me grab her Instagram handle. Okay. And I could not recommend that you follow her more. We're going to link all these things in the show notes and you can find these things on my Instagram as well. But in the meantime, her Instagram handle is at Ayla Frida, A-L-A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A. So go give her a follow and get ready for a really game-changing episode. Enjoy. Oh my goodness. I am so excited that we are finally doing this. Ayla, my queen, one of my favorite people. Hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. Yay. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Likewise, you are also one of my, as you know, one of my most favorite people ever. Well, this has been, I mean, you and I have worked together. We've known each other for a few months and Ever since I've came across you, ever since you entered my space, I've just been, I think enamored is a really good word (laughs) to use by how I feel about you as a human, because you, you have like this incredible heart, but also as a business owner and as the way that you present yourself as a brand and as a creator and a mentor I've always been like, whoa, how does she do what she does? So ever since then, the more I've gotten to know you, you know, we've always known that we were going to get you on the podcast. And I'm so thankful that we finally have you here because you have, I mean, just a ridiculous amount of knowledge to share and so much expertise and experience that... I just, I, I'm so honored that you're here to, to share with us because we all, we all can be positively impacted by this. So I'm going to shut up and, and let you introduce yourself because we have, we have lots to cover. So please introduce yourself, let people know who you are, how you got here. What's your story? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. That was so nice. I'm like blushing for anyone that can actually see me besides you. But I mean, all of that, likewise, a million, you know how I feel about you. And I mean, all of that stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But truly, I've told you this a hundred times, like the different, the, the Ayla three months ago and the Ayla now, even though I know that the Ayla now was always in there and was just building and, and building the momentum to be where I feel like I've gotten now, but working with you and all of your mentorship has been, you know, the game changer. So thank you. And yeah, it's it's an honor to be here. And I'm so glad that we've waited until this moment to have this conversation because I feel like even our experience is going to be so valuable for everyone that's tuning in and listening. So I honor that and I honor you for having me here. Um, Okay. A little bit about me and my story. Well, I... I'm a social media marketing coach, manager, um, guru, if you will. Mm-hmm. Social media business marketing is kind of my jam. It's my passion. It's what I do specifically now really tailored to helping other female entrepreneurs with their social and their branding and um, using all of that to build an authority and of course, generating leads and sales for their businesses. That's what I do. My background has always been in marketing and business. I went to school for marketing and business. And then from there, kind of started working 
um, in some big cities in Vancouver. I'm in Canada, Toronto and Vancouver are kind of the big, the big cities here for anyone that's not familiar. I feel like everyone knows Vancouver, but just in case, um, I went to Vancouver and with this big dream of moving to the big city and becoming this, you know, marketing expert. And that definitely took a very long time. I worked for some digital marketing agencies, had all sorts of clients on at the same time, kind of hustled the industry really for the last decade, working mm-hmm. my tail off as you freaking know, had so many clients, burning out left, right, and center. When I came to you, I had been, you know, just in and out of working for some of the biggest and best female brands there is, but working on the insides of their business and doing a lot of done for you, social media, a lot of done for you, business operations, marketing management, um, to the point where I was just like done for myself, like over it. So exhausted, so burnt out. And you know, making some decent coin, but not at a level where I knew was possible and not at a level that was scalable, more importantly. So the burnout was real, the struggle was real, but on the flip side, the experience was real. I learned so freaking much working on the ins and outs of some of these incredible business and brands, you know, scaling brands to multiple six, seven figures, learning everything from YouTube to Instagram to Pinterest all the platforms and then executing launches and building funnels and systems and all of that incredible, you know, marketing nerdy stuff that I'm so passionate about where now I'm finally at a place where I no longer necessarily want to be doing it for, for, for businesses and brands, but I'm now teaching other incredible female entrepreneurs, what I've learned along the way and try to help them get there, you know, in less than 10 years, (laughs) it took me, um, and a lot faster. So yeah, that's kind of my story. That's, that's, you know, where, where I've, what I've done, how I've gotten here and now where I am now. So, so yeah. And obviously we're going to share Ayla's social media and all of the details and I'll put them in the show notes and we'll talk about that. But when, when you hear that information you get, if you're not already following Ayla, like you have to go look at her page, go look at her page, go look at her website. She's done it all herself. It's just impeccable. And I remember the first time you reached out to me and I looked at your stuff, I was like, holy crap, who is this? Like, it's so stunning and just flawless. I mean, really just like the, one of the most beautiful brands I've ever seen. And I'll never forget. We were on a call once and you're like, well, I just, I I wanted to redo my website. And so I just redid it myself and I've been working on it for like the past day. And do you want to see it? And I was like, yeah. And she pulls up this website and I kid you not it. I I mean, it was ridiculous in the best. I was like, wait, you, you did this. And in how long she's like, well, a few hours. And I know there's, don't look too close. There's a few mistakes. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I remember you saying, I remember you being like, were you having like a little bit of a manic episode this weekend or so? (laughs) And I was like, no, I just don't have time. I don't have time. So I had to like hyper focus, but... (laughs) 
I was like, what? What's the secret? What? Like, okay. But I mean, just like the branding, everything impeccable. And one of the things that I think you and I connected on is the par- the parallels in our in our careers. And I do went to school for marketing and for business and you know, starting out as social media manager and you, you went way deeper than I did. You, I mean, you, you've been that industry in that space for so, so long. And when you came to me, you were at that point of burnout. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, you know, being on that call and being in tears and I wanted to kind of get into that because mm-hmm. I mean, truth be told, and this is not me just being nice because I love you. And because this is a podcast interview, but it's a fact you have massively transformed and, and dare I say quantum leap since what was it? November, December of 2021. Yeah. Something like that. Like October, yeah. 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 Because you came to me and you were, I mean, in tears, like I I'm successful. I'm making great money. I, you know, like there's, there's more room for growth kind of, except like your time, you were so tapped out. And I was like, girl, if anybody gets that, I get it. I've been there. And I had to ask you like, there's other things available for you, but are you willing to let go what you have now? Are you willing to walk away? So take us through that decision, because I know there are a lot of people, right? Like you have something good. A lot of people have, have success right now or something that like it's working and, and it's safe and it feels, it feels great. You know, some people it doesn't, but some people it's like, it's okay, but they just have this inkling like you did that it could be so much better. Yeah. And there's so much more. So take us through that, that journey for yourself. Yeah. I mean, that that's exactly it. When I came to you, that, that's exactly it. I was tapped. I think that's the difference is that I was making, you know, 10K plus months. However, I had 10 plus clients and I felt like I was my own boss, but really I had 10 bosses all wanting me at all times of the day, at all hours, meeting my time and everything was me having to physically do all the things done for you. And I was just, yeah, I just, it was great money, but I just knew that there was something bigger, which is, and I listened to one of your episodes. I can't remember which one, but it was one of your podcast episodes where you were talking about consistently making 20. It was like the first episode that you ever talked about when you were honest about the revenue you were generating. And I remember listening into the car and be like, being like, I can do this. Like, I know that I have this in me too. And so, which is why I I reached out to you, but it was not easy. And it's very terrifying to be like, I know that I can do more. I know I can create my own offerings. I know I can start showing up as my own business and my own brand, but I also, that means I'm going to have to either let go of my safety net I'm going to have to restructure or increase my rates and have those tricky, difficult conversations. And it's a lot of just unknown and uncomfortableness. But honestly, the the, the thought of continuing going at the rate I was going 
was such a scary thought that the fear of the unknown took over for it. And I just like kind of jumped in. It was a slow process. I didn't say like, oh, all my clients are gone in one day. I took a look at high level overview of what was serving me, what wasn't, what were my favorite projects and clients going on? What, what, you know, what could move around? Where could I, what contracts did I have on the go where I could say, okay, it's been three months. This is a great time to revisit those conversations take a look at what was on the go and have some difficult conversations. And, you know, it was a slow and gradual process. And in the meantime, it was a little bit of a hustle and grind. Like when I made up my mind to work with you and to really be coachable, I invested not only in you, but I also invested in myself. And I looked myself in the mirror and was like, you are the best investment you ever can make. You can bet on yourself. And so this is school time. This is like, do or die and go all in, which is what I did. So there was like that first six weeks, even us working together, I still had all my clients, but I also was starting to work on my offerings. I was starting to create my freebies for my own personal brand. I was starting to do that stuff at night and do that stuff on the weekends. I built my website in 24 hours on the weekend. It was a grind and it always will be when you make those decisions. But I started to get some more momentum and started to put myself out there in a way that I never did. All of a sudden I was getting some traction. I was having inquiries, people wanting to know about my one-on-ones that I didn't even have, that I just said I did until I figured out what to make it. And it's like, make something up. Yeah, you're like, make something up. Someone wants to give you your money, take it. <laughs> just <laughs> figure it out. Take their money. And you know, kind of just like, there was like a fine line there between, I was like, holy crap. Like, I'm still having all these clients. I'm still doing my own thing. And then, you know, slowly but surely was able to let go to the point where I, you know, now I'm only doing my own thing. And that took three months, which isn't that long in the reality, in the big scheme Mm -hmm. of things, but it wasn't easy. And if so, if anyone's listening and they're, you know, in that place where they're afraid to let go of their safety net, like you're not alone. I feel like so many of us go through that myself in myself as well. But to me, I just said, what's scarier letting go of that unknown or the thought of never knowing and Mm. never putting myself out there and just like making that quantum leap or that jump into yourself and just bet on your freaking self. Because once you make that decision and once you really decide and commit your, the biggest, the best bet you can ever bet on is yourself and your, your ability. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you said that it wasn't an overnight thing. No. And, and yeah, it was because there were, there were a few calls, right? And I think a lot of us do this where we're like, okay, I'm going to go for it or I'm going to start feeling it out, you know? And it's like, you know, and, and whether you decide to, to just like leap and go for it, or you decide to kind of warm up to it and, and walk into a little more slowly, I don't think there's a wrong way. I think like, as long as to your point, you just you decide and you start moving in that direction, but there does become a point unless you like leap immediately and cut everything off or, you know, whatever the thing is there, there does come a point where there's, you know, some dissonance and, and also um, something has to be let go. You're holding, there's like too many balls in the air. And that's, I remember on our calls, there were a few times it was like, you were attracting in new clients in this new area of your brand, you know, this new version of your brand, but we still had our old clients and, and it was this moment uh, and you had to 
really overcome this, this fear and this kind of like scarcity mindset of like, if I let this go, is more going to come in? Yeah. If I, cause your, your clients and you know, for, for those listening, you should know, I mean, Ayla is, you're very loyal and you're such a hard worker and all of her clients were like obsessed and wanted to keep you forever and can't, cannot blame them one bit. And you had worked with many of these clients for years, many of whom were your friends and you had these deep connections, right? So it, it just, but it got to this, this breaking point almost. And I had to kind of hold that mirror up because it was, it would have been fine if you would have kept them and we would have gone a little bit slower, but I had to kind of, as the mentor in the moment say, what, what do you want? Is this, is this still what you want? If so, there's a move that needs to be made. And, and you did that. Yeah. You did that, but it's, it's not easy. And, and I would, you know, and I, I wrote down, I wanted to ask you, Mm-hmm. what would you say? Cause mindset shifts are a big point of conversation in my world and in this podcast. And what would you say was your biggest mindset shift in that period when you were going through that transformation and making those really difficult decisions? Yeah. I mean, so many, and we've talked about so many of them and you've a huge testament to you and, and your mindset, but that's that, that, like you said, that scarcity mindset that you really just having that belief that abundance will come to you mm-hmm. and actually practicing that mantra, like abundance flows easily to me, abundance flows easily to me. Like that was something that I never even thought about before because I had no freaking time, but like truly that abundance will come to you if you're showing up with authenticity if you're creating content if you're offering offers that value and serve you're doing a good job you're doing it with an integrity people are going to find you people are going to want to work for you and money and abundance is going to flow you don't have to burn yourself out and you don't have to work yourself to a freaking bone in order to make money you just don't there are other ways and i think also what I the like a, a, another huge shift was is that loyalty piece like that was a really big part for me. I had worked with one of my clients for almost ten years, and she became like a close friend, honestly, and family. That happens. That's natural. That's human beings, and that's just the way it is. But thinking that you know, maybe even getting myself in that position in the first place, maybe I would have done things differently. But also just like letting my loyalties overcome my true passions and desires and what is really beneficial for me and my family and and my business. Cause you know, that same person ended up, you know, once I started skyrocketing, letting me go completely out of nowhere. And so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the loyalty was never returned. And that's a personal thing for me, but I think just reevaluating those situations and really just staying true to yourself, knowing that whatever is out there for you is meant to be going with your, my gut and my intuition. There was a lots of times in the last few years where I kind of suppressed that and just buried myself in work and just know that abundance will come to you if you truly believe it. And it sounds woo woo, whatever you want to say, but I truly believe like if you practice those mantras and you think it and you believe it, and of course you do the work and you show up and you have to do that. 
So all of that. And then the other thing is I just didn't know that there was more ways that you could make money besides working for people and having clients. That was a, a huge shift for me too, that like it is limitless and you can figure out if somebody comes to you and asks you for an offering or for a service and you don't necessarily offer it, figure out a way to offer it because you can and figure out a way how to price it and structure it because you can, and you're the boss. Like there's no rules. That's another thing. Like there, there's no rules. And if someone is willing to give you their money and you know that you can actually help them in what they're offering, figure out a way. And there's just, there's so many different ways to structure your business and your offerings and your products and services and nothing can, there's no cap. So I think those are all kind of, I know that was a lot, but those are like the biggest things I think in the last few months that really, really resonated with me and and our work together. And yeah. And, and the last thing, just like knowing your worth, like when we, when I first came to Ali as well, like letting her, (laughs) telling her about some of my rates and some of my current offers, she was like, you do what now for what now? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I like, I remember you being like, what girl, like we need to, we need to, this is a theme by the way this is like almost every woman i work with i'm like queen (laughs) you're basically like doing their laundry in addition to changing their life and you're charging three hundred dollars for a year of support like yeah yeah so that was the other thing just knowing our worth and, and and charging our worth and also knowing okay that it's okay to keep increasing that and you should be like all the freaking time because yes. we're growing and we're becoming better business women and entrepreneurs. And so with, with that time and experience and results that equals, you know, charging more. And so all of that, I think is really been my biggest mindset shifts. And honestly, it's like, has changed my life. Like, I know I said this to you a couple weeks ago when we were talking, like all of this encompassing has changed my, not only my business, but more importantly, my life and how I show up and how I, speak and how I present myself online, my confidence, everything. And it's again, not overnight. I've been working in all of this for 10 years. And then I've been really doing this strong work the last three or four months. Um, and it's all just been, you know, it's been, it's been great. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go and like cut that part out and just like play it on the loop because (laughs) what you just said was so powerful. And it goes to this belief, you know, it all kind of like can be summed up. Some of it can be summed up to this deep belief that I have. And I know that you, you believe this too, but it's, and it sounds great, but it's not always easy to remember and to embody, but it's this belief of like, we go first and God, the universe whatever you believe in responds. Yeah. Right. Like we're all very unique. We all have different values, different goals, different dreams. And there's a, like, I I firmly believe there's a reason why there's a reason why you want to have the business that you do. I want to have the business that I do. And you know, the women listening right now, they, theirs look different. Mm -hmm. It's all by design. And I do not think that we were put on this planet to have those deep desires and not go for it. But you have to meet our creator halfway. 
right? You can wish all day long. I get, I get notes from quote the universe. I get those emails every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're my favorite and, and they, in there it's, it, it's so true. It's like, you can visualize a thousand days in a row of what you want. You can pray a thousand times for what you want and you can get it. like, it all can come so much faster. The moment that you start preparing for that thing, the moment that you start actually putting one foot in front of the other, walking in alignment with what it is that you want to create. But what we do, cause that's not, it's like, Oh, duh. Okay. But when push comes to shove and when it comes down to these really hard decisions, like time to let go clients or time to leave a company or time to have a difficult conversation with a partner or a friend or a spouse or whatever that looks like, we, we get scared. Mm -hmm. That fear and that scarcity kicks in. What if it doesn't work? What if this happens? What if blah, 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 blah. So then we act out of alignment and we make decisions that aren't in line with, with the thing that we actually want. And then we wonder why is it not happening? And I fully believe Ayla, that if you and I worked together, had the same exact calls that we had, we would be having a different conversation today. If you had not fully embodied the type of business owner that you wanted to be. And you did this, like you did this so stunningly, not just with your actions, but with how you reprogrammed your mind and how you showed up uh, behind the scenes and in front of the scenes on your podcast and, and on your social media, like you just like that started. I mean, I know it wasn't like that, but you know, it really kind of seemed like all of a sudden you were like, okay, this, this is what I'm doing. And every single day I'm going to show up as the type of business owner that I want to be. And it was not overnight. Results not come overnight. There were many conversations where we're like, well, nobody's really taken action yet. And it was like, cool. Welcome to the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're but like, well, I'm just showing up, keep showing up. Yeah. Keep showing up, keep, keep trusting. And you did that in, and you know, paying attention to the small wins and all of that. So I just, you blew me away because I, I can give tips all day. You know, any mentor can, can help you and, and, you know, help as much as they can. But if the person isn't willing to make those hard decisions and really, again, just act in accordance with what they actually want, not much is going to change. And you, you're proof of that. Well, thank you. Proof. Well, it's, I always say it's a testament to both of us. And I am a firm believer more than ever. And even before, because all of the women in the businesses and brands that I've worked with always had a mentor to in full transparency, the six, seven figures, they always had mentorship. It may not have been the same mentor. They went through some, I know you're a big believer. You have mentors, you are a mentor. And for me, I needed that. I actually needed mentorship and coach not necessarily to teach me all the things. Cause like I said, I, I know how to create the landing pages and the funnels and the graphics and all of that. Then I've been doing that. I know what to do. What I needed was somebody to hold me accountable, to shoot the shit with and talk business and to bounce ideas off of and to check in with. Like that was just something that I might, I now know more than ever my personality needed. Um, and I think we all kind of need, like, I don't really know anyone that, that wouldn't need that or, or, or so, yeah, I think that's another mindset shift is that mentorship is incredibly powerful and learning from others that are where you want to be can quantum leap 
if I will, you and your business. And if you're coachable, you've got to also put in the work, do the things and show up for yourself. You can't, it's not, they're not going to magic. It won't magically like shape your business, but that that's another thing. But thank you for all of that. And yeah, you know how I feel about you. But I mean, when it comes to mentorship, my view is because I mean, there there are periods in everybody's business. I'm sure you know, I'm sure some people are different where, you know, you don't you don't think you need one. And you know, I've been in those periods too, like I'm good. But what it comes down to for me is just saving time. You know, it used to be, I used to have this warped view of like money over everything. And, you know, you want to save money and it comes down to like, and so whenever you go to invest in something, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm giving money, I'm giving my money away. And what if it doesn't come back? And when I shifted it to like, no, this is, this money is buying me my time. And just, you said earlier, like it took you 10, you know, you grew a business for 10 years and now you've shifted, thank God, to teach women how to essentially do what you did and what you've learned in such a short, shorter amount of time, a fraction of the time. Yeah. That is the power of mentorship, yeah. right? So yeah, it's, I mean, we could talk all day, all day about that, but, but I, I digress. We'll have another conversation about that yeah. next time because yeah. I know so many people are excited that you're here because one of the things that, I mean, one of the many things that you're so good at is of course, branding and presenting yourself, but also all things, social media, social media guru for freaking sure. And I wanted to definitely get into that because that's not something that I talk about as much myself. And I certainly need to know like what's going on with the new algorithm. Mm. How, like what, what's the deal? So talk to me about, let's talk about the new Instagram algorithm. Cause I know that you had mentioned that and I'm dying to hear like what's changed Mm-hmm. what hasn't and for us business owners listening how you recommend to navigate these changes and kind of quote win you know the algorithm or hack the algorithm yeah well. i mean amazing this is like what i live for um <laughs> so i mean we always hear the algorithm is changing everyone panics but this time <laughs> as content creators and business owners i'm actually really excited i think Instagram has been listening to the perhaps negative criticism that they've received ever since they've changed the algorithm and how content appears and they're listening. So this is, it was supposed to be rolled out in the first six months of the year, but I have some of my students that are already seeing this new update, which is essentially when you go to your home screen of Instagram, you're now going to have options on how your content is viewed. Three different options that you can navigate through. So the first is home, which is how it is now, um, based on like the algorithm and engagement and what content you're resonating with and liking and DMing and engaging with. That's essentially how it is now. There's also gonna have the option, and you can flip through all three and change it at any time. There's an option to look, they call it, they're calling it favorites, which it's kind of like how right now in stories, you know, how you have the option to have like a, a group of people that you favorite that you only show your st- stories to. I don't know if you know that. Oh, like yeah. close friends and family. Close friends and family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can favorite accounts. 
So all of your favorite brands that you like, you can have them favorited. So when you're on the favorite home screen, you'll only see theirs. So incredible on both ends, right? Like incredible as for a user experience. It's like, I only want to see my friends and family and my four favorite brands right now. And then on the flip side, as content creators, really encouraging our followers to favorite us and have, Mm -hmm. have our content and us as users be favorited. And then no matter what, they're going to see our stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's the second one. And then the third one, which I think people is is the chronological feed. So like how it was back in the day where your, your posts, your posts and your content is showing up in chronological order in real time, which people have been just like really wanting. Cause I mean, I see maybe like 20 people's content. I'm trying to do better at like going and engaging with other people, but it's annoying. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. like, so anyways, I'm super excited about these changes and they're rolling out in real time as we speak. So it's going to be interesting on both sides of things. But as content creators, I think it's just super mindful to know each of these. And like I said, for the favorites one, being really mindful and encouraging our users to include us in there. Um, Still, of course, engaging because there's going to be people that are on like the old school, like algorithm one, how it is now. But yeah, I'm excited for it. So there's that. And then... You also may notice um, when you're scrolling right now, there's this suggested content showing up based on what you're following. So that's new, that's rolled out too. So that's if you're in um, the, the original, the, the same feed that we're in now, your content is, be- content is being shown from you, su- suggested based on the action that you're taking. So I recommend for business owners that are in specific niches, I use the example of like the wedding industry, if you're a wedding planner, to really be mindful that you're following other people in the wedding industry and engaging with other people in the wedding industry. So if you're a wedding planner, make sure that you're following like videographers, wedding photographers, um, DJs, florists, um, brides, potential brides, of course, and engaging with their content because... Instagram is showing your content to people based on those actions that you're taking. If that makes sense. Mm, I know that's that's juicy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So all of that is up and coming and exciting, but that those are like the main algorithm, the algorithm changes and, and really should be top of mind. Like now. Wow. Okay. So you're saying number one, yeah. Once this rolls out, campaign to be a favorite, (laughs) however you want to do that. But also I think a better way to think about that instead of begging people to favorite you, which like you can mention it, I think it's important to educate your followers on how things work now, especially if they enjoy your content. But the thing that I hear is like per usual content is king. Yeah. If you are showing up being mindful and making sure that you are posting things that your audience vibes with, and that's actually giving them value, then they're naturally, they're already engaging with you and they're naturally going to want to favor you. No questions asked. I mean, maybe just educating them. So, okay. I'm hearing that. Now this other tip, because I I see a lot of accounts in my feed whenever I do scroll that are you know, many suggested. And that's, that's something that I've noticed a lot too. And I don't hate it, but I did not draw the connection of, okay, how do, how do I show up in people's suggested? So I think that's such a killer tip that you gave, like, okay, if you're in the wedding industry, if you're in the social media space or skincare, whatever, 
be you know be mindful of these accounts that you're engaging with that are complementary to your niche because Instagram has these these uh, these algorithms in place that picks up on that and and will then show you to people who also like that kind of content. Is what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Huge. 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 <laughs> I love. Okay. Any anything else that we should I, know? Um, right now that's, and then I think just kind of the same, not the same, but video content, like video, 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 they are favoring video, like, you know, always and reels and all of that. But I'm very mindful always saying like, yes, using the trending songs and jumping on the trends, but also to piggyback on what you're saying, but create good, valuable content that's in your niche for your audience. That's where the focus always should be. Adding a trending reel or a trending song to it, awesome. Additional. Adding a juicy hashtag, great, cool. Using a a location, amazing. All of those things will help, but always be focusing on creating really epic content that is very specific for in your niche, solving a problem for your customer, and speaking that language, thinking of that person whenever you're creating it. And just being really specific and making it super juicy and aesthetically pleasing and all those things, but video and, and using video as much as possible, I think for this year, um, it, it's already being favored. So that would be my only last little tip is just being mindful of trying to incorporate some video um, when you can, because it does a lot more work than throwing up a photo or, you know, mm-hmm. doing a carousel, all of that. It's all work for crying out loud. Social media is a job, <laughs> but it's it an is. important, yeah, it's an important one. And yeah, just being mindful of that. But yeah, those are that's probably that's probably my biggest little tips for for this week. Okay, you have to. I mean, you have to answer. I don't know. You will answer honestly, but I have what? a question for you. And okay. You just have to give it to me hard and nasty. <laughs> I I don't want to do reels anymore. I know you're going to say that. <laughs> so and and I've kind of like you know I haven't thought much about it it was just yeah. a decision you know, it wasn't even a decision I just stopped and I've never I haven't felt I haven't felt motivated to get back into it for a few different reasons and that's fine but what would you say because you know a lot more about the algorithm and and what's rolling out and what's being favorited right now and I know you already said video is is highly prioritized so would you say that that's a bad business decision when growing a brand on social media that I am like fully avoiding reels? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to so here's the thing. So if you want to continue to grow and reach new audiences and reach new people that don't already know you, not using reels will be a disservice just based on the fact that, like I said, Instagram is favoriting that platform, that means of creating content over anything else. Does that mean that you're not going to grow? No. Does that mean that your content is going to plummet? No. So coming back to what you always tell me is you have to always do what feels right in your gut, what serves you. If making reels is the bane of your existence... (laughs) and you just, it does not serve you as a human freaking being, then I'm not going to sit here and be like, you have to do them. I just know, and I've seen some really incredible results for being found by new networks Mm -hmm. with reels more than any other 
mean of creating content more than posts, more than carousels, more than anything else, because it's wild. If your if your reel gets picked up and it ends up on that explore page or in that search, like, I mean, there's 1.2 billion users on Instagram. And so even if a small 10th, 2% fraction of them, like, and if, if it's also related to your business, it's, it's, ma- it's a magic formula. So mm-hmm. yes and no. However, you have a really great following. You have a really warm audience. And so you maybe growing your audience isn't a goal for you this quarter. Maybe nurturing, which is also important, your current followers is a, a goal for you right now. And that's the season that feels right for you. And so it, it really does come back to like your business goals and what your main purpose is. But for specifically growing an Instagram in 2022, Reels is where it's at. That's so good. And I love, I love that you made that discernment, you know, and, and that's, I'm just going to lean on the excuse. I'm nurturing my people right now. It's about, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but also to be fair, cause I know I talked to so many women, I know you do too, that their goal is to grow and they want to grow their audiences. And I'm in a unique position where I I'm partnered with other creators Um, I I have my podcast, you know, so I'm getting like this, this additional exposure to where like there is growth coming in. It's not, it's not real growth, like R E E L growth. (laughs) Listen, I jumped on that bandwagon and you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it blew me up. I can't, I mean, I'm I'm sure I grew over 10, 15,000 followers from it. So, but I love that you made that discernment. Like if your goal is to grow, then it behooves you to, to do your reels. If not, then, you know, just make sure that you're at least putting out that valuable content. That's it. Nailed it on the hat. Nailed it on the hat. Yeah. Gorgeous. Okay. So what other questions do I want to ask you while you're here? Let's talk about branding real quick because I've already, I mean, I've already said so much about how that's like one of your biggest strengths is just branding. You just freaking get it. And that is something that, again, as business owners and women that are wanting to grow online and social media presences, branding and creating a level of aesthetic should be something that we're aware of and that we're attempting to do and accomplish. So for anybody listening right now, if they are in the position where they're wanting to up-level their brand and maybe make some changes or just show up in a more powerful way, what are some of the first things that you would recommend that they do to see like a real aesthetic change? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Branding is like kind of my jam. I love branding. I love a good brand. I really do truly think, but I want to preface before I even dive into it, that having a perfect aesthetic and a look isn't going to make or break your business. You can, if, if and, and always keeping in mind who your target avatar is. If your target avatar is real raw moms with messy buns and like some spit up on their shirt that are just like mm-hmm. in it to win it. And like, that is who you're serving. Is that target audience going to necessarily resonate with a perfectly curated preset and aesthetic? Good point. Not, not necessary. So I always like to preset that. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> because... For me, branding is important, not only to me, but to my client, my avatar. I'm I'm working with higher end female owners and business owners as you are that are looking for branding. So I like to always kind of 
preface that. Um, and having the perfect website and the perfect brand doesn't make or break your bank and won't allow you to not have offerings, as you know. However, for me, it's important. For me, my client is important. And for lots of people that come to me, they want to know how to create it. So if you're looking to kind of take your brand to the next level from an aesthetic point within like immediately, a few suggestions is I like to take it to Pinterest. Pinterest is like my jam for branding 101. Whenever I'm working with a new client from the start, whenever I'm kind of like wanting to rebrand a little bit, I will go to Pinterest. I love that platform from a user experience and as a content creator. And I will start to get inspired there. I will create myself a branding Pinterest board and I will start peppering in words that represent me and reflect me and my business as my brand. So for example, I will write female boss aesthetic. I will write cream and beige aesthetic. I will write empowerment quotes. I will write everything that encompasses me. So maybe even before that, taking it back is writing down a whole bunch of words that reflect you, verbs. How do you want people to look, to feel when they land on your website or your Instagram? Do you want it to be bossy, educational, warm, vibrant, soft, all of that? Then take it over to Pinterest and start putting those words into Pinterest and see what comes up. See what images come up, what colors, what fonts, what textures, all of that. And have this board that kind of encompasses your brand. Um, that would be a great place to start. And from there, that could be something that you share with a photographer when you're in a place where you're getting new images. That could be mm-hmm. something that you share with a graphic designer if that's something that you're in a position to do and, and work with professionals if you're able to outsource it. If not, I will then take that to Canva and I will start taking and finding hex codes, which color forms, color um, fonts mm-hmm. from these images and I will start to pick some. There's this website called um, Hex Code Finder. Ooh. We can maybe leave it in the show notes afterwards. Um, where if you upload a photo or an image, you can actually pinpoint the hex codes from it. So this is a tool I use all the time. And I will find hex codes that kind of represent me, my brand. Then I'll go into Canva. They have incredible mood board templates. I will add some of the photos. I will pull some of those hex codes. I will I will purchase a couple of new fonts. And before you know it, you have kind of a brand Bible that represents you, that's reflective of you. So that's like how to create an overall branding vibe aesthetic, aesthetic and stick with those colors, stick with those fonts, stick with those images and that vibe consistently. And that's going to really start to set you apart. And then the last two things I'll say is um, creative market com and etsy.com for mm-hmm. templates and presets those three things colors fonts templates and presets that is like social media branding 101 that will get you set up for success literally within a day if you are looking for some like quick hacks and you don't want to go through a graphic designer and go through that whole process and you really want to just do it for yourself and just start using it stay consistent with all the stuff and before you know it people will know that my favorite compliment is when someone's like, I saw a graphic and I just knew it was yours. And I'm like, mm. oh, magic to my ears. <laughs> Cause that's branding. That's that. That's branding. That, I mean, that's when we see like the Nike swish or like the Coca-Cola red, like those classic, you know, marketing the best brands in the world because they're the richest, but we know those colors. We know those, we know when it's a freaking Coca-Cola commercial. 
without yeah. it even because they give us that feeling they give us that brand we know it we like it we trust it whatever that's like so if we can start to create that aesthetic and that vibe it, it will really truly set you apart as an expert and authority in your space oh my gosh so freaking good okay thank you so much for that because it doesn't have to be that complicated i think the thing is is taking the time up front that hexcodefinder.com i didn't even know that was a thing that's game changing because it's really hard to find those exact colors so you just saved us a ton of time and then the big thing that i'm hearing too is just be consistent like pick it stick with it it can evolve over time but to create that aesthetic overall it has to be done you know more than two days so exactly yeah and that hexcodefinder.com is free too so it's great praise praise Thank you. So here's sharp left. <laughs> Something that we, you and I have talked about, and I know that you have been having a lot of conversations within your own community and your mastermind mm -hmm. about the state of the world mm -hmm. right now. And just this, I mean, things have been heavy for for years now, but it seems like, especially now with what's happening in Ukraine and within our own country, and there's, there's always something, unfortunately. And I know, you know, for myself and, you know, many of the women that I work with, it's times like these where emotions are high. There's a lot of fear in the air, a lot of uncertainty that when it comes to showing up for our own businesses and our own brands and our own missions, it can feel a little nerve wracking or foolish or selfish or just, or just all around heavy in general. And I'm so curious what your thoughts are and how you mentor your clients through this, because I know that you, this has been a big topic of conversation. So for those listening who aren't really sure the quote right way to conduct business during these times of crises. What, what's your advice? Yeah. I mean, it's for sure. Everything you said, it is such a heavy time. And this conversation has been coming up every day this week. Um, and there is no right answer. Um, there is no right. And I mean, there is a wrong, which is the scary part, right? There's this, this whole idea around cancel culture and saying the wrong thing and people are afraid and it ends up paralyzing us. But like I was saying a little bit earlier, you have to always do and show up in a way that is reflective of you and your own personal values and what feels right for you, what feels right for your platform, what feels right for your audience. And that's going to be different for every single person. So there is no right or wrong for me personally. My platform has never been political. It has always been educational with a pepper of my personal life. Even that it's very grim. I don't show my, my husband. I will sometimes show, you know, so that's always been how I've showed up. And so that's always going to be how I will show up. However, I take it day by day. I recommend everyone take it day by day. And if you feel called, to speak about something that you're passionate about, that you feel strongly about, and it's going to serve you and serve your audience, then absolutely go for it. If you need to take a day off of social media altogether and rest and recharge a day or two, 
then do that. You have to just really in these moments, tune in to yourself and tune into what serves you and tune into what serves the people around you. And then honestly, just take like the tactical strategicness out of it and just be a real human being. Cause there's no rule book to this, the last two years to to all of it, but the last two years have been a whirlwind. And there's been some big movements that have been really prevalent on social media and me, even on the brand side of things, working for, for brands in big companies, having meetings around these movements and how we showed up has been, you know, when Black Lives Matter happened last year, we had an entire day meeting around how we show up on social media, how we change, you know, the internalness of our company. And it was a great conversation. So those were conversations that needed to happen. But at the same breath, we're, those are big companies. And then when we're just, you know, small creators, we're having to navigate that on our own. And it can be very overwhelming to the point where we feel, you know, paralyzed, like I said. So I think tuning in, listening to ourselves and showing up authentically, whatever that looks like and however that serves you and your audience is, is my advice. And that's what I've been telling my girls and my mastermind and my one-on-ones because some people feel guilty even showing up. They're like, how can I post about my smoothie or my product when, you know, there's some really big, terrible things happening. And that is a valid point. And my answer is take a day off. If, if that, if you do not want to show up today, don't show up today, do something that serves you. Um, but in the next breath for me, my way of processing my therapy, my way of moving forward is working on my business. That is the only thing that I can control when all of these things are out of my control are prevalent. So for me, moving forward, offering value, always coming a place of serving, that feels good for me. And that's what I've been doing and how I've been navigating it. Um, otherwise, I personally will go crazy watching the news and living in fear and focusing so much on the negative. For me, I have to find a balance because I don't think that all you should do is work and suppress and sweep under the carpet because I've been very guilty at that as well. But finding a balance and doing what serves you and whatever. And for me, moving my business forward, showing up on social media, offering value, being a support system, having conversations, building my community, that serves me. And I feel like I'm doing good. And that's how I've been navigating it. So I don't know if that answers Beautifully said, beautifully said. And something that I have to remind myself is we all are here to serve in different ways. Yeah. We are all here to serve in different ways. We're not all here to be political commentaries. We're not all here to, to discuss every single thing that comes up. And like you said, there will be times where we do feel called to share, but we are here to serve in the way that we've been uniquely created to serve and that we've chosen as business owners to serve. And as a business owner, that's your responsibility mm-hmm. to continue to do that. So I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, taking a beat and checking in with yourself, what feels good for you, because if, if you're good with that, then, and, and something else that I, I heard a really unique perspective that helped me, because I think it's really easy as business owners, as creators to be on the defensive sometimes, because there are people out there that, you know, will call you out or will make, you know, make their comments and, and their opinions when you don't appear to be doing enough during certain times. 
And it's really easy, especially like when, when it feels like somebody's coming after your brand and your integrity to, to get defensive and to get angry and be like, how, how, how do you know what I'm doing behind the scenes? Right. But I heard a really unique perspective of like, everybody is reacting from like their personal level of trauma. Right. And like, we all have these very, you know, unique lives and experiences and there might be some people out there like that they're coming from in a way, a wounded place, you know, and they look to you as somebody with influence, which I think is, is something to be really proud of. And, you know, there's something in them that feels triggered that you're, you know, they don't see enough people do it. So I think like, to me, it kind of, it helps me look at people who do speak up and seem to be attacking to look at them with some empathy and kind of see them like, okay, I get it. You're scared. So am I, I'm right there with you, you know, and thank you for caring. Like that's, I think that's beautiful that you care that much, you know, if you want to have a conversation from there. So thank you for that perspective. That's wildly helpful. Yeah, me too. I mean, I love that empathy. We, we just need a little bit more empathy right now, everywhere on every aspect and every, like, just give people grace. We're all doing our best. We're all trying our best. Amen. Don't Amen. Cuss Amen. people out in your stories. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So last thing I wanted to talk about, because this is another thing that we kind of, we wanted to discuss and I, I have to bring it up because I know it is beyond relatable to anybody, whether they've experienced it before, or, you know, I truly believe at some point you're going to experience something uh, on the level of quote, constructive Mm. criticism from those who love us or those who don't, you know, like, and what I mean by that is, you know, there's a point in your business where you, maybe you shift businesses like you did, you know, you, you started as a social media manager. That was your identity for years. And then you shifted to this mentorship influencer and influential person role. And that was a big transition for, for your brand and how you showed up and you did so well embodying. And for other, you know, of us, you know, other people listening, maybe that looks like you, you're just being more visible on social media or, or you've tapped into your confidence and, and you start showing up as, as the boss that you are. Right. And with that, there might be some people that have some things to say and you experience this yourself. So I would love to hear you share your experience. And again, like your advice for anybody listening that has, or possibly will experience this in the future. Yes. I mean, you and I have spoke about this, which, and I'm so glad we're touching on it because I think a lot of people can relate in this sphere. Um, and this has been coming up. I was telling Ali earlier for three or four of my students in the last two weeks, which makes sense because we're in a program together and we're all creating content and, and doing new things, trying new things out, throwing spaghetti on the wall, seeing what sticks as we do in business and in creating content. And for myself, the last three months, I've completely shifted, as Ali said. So putting myself out there, my girls, all of us putting ourselves out there in a really different way that may be a little outside of the box because we're trying to take things to a next level. And I think that is 
what I've learned is that sometimes when you start to up-level in any aspect of your life and you put yourself out there and you show up on social media and you create these, this epic content that looks perfect and all of that, it can at times give others sort of the, this idea that they can now have an opinion and they're able to vocalize it because you're putting yourself out there. And this has been a common theme that's been showing up. And I myself have, you know, from dear people, close my closest people, you know, questioning why I'm showing up and the cadence and would prefer to see X amount of content other than, the, and you know, just all this unsolicited advice. And it can kind of feel icky. It can, it can bring you down real quick. You're feeling on, you know, you put all this effort into creating a piece of content. You write this epic piece of copy. You put yourself out there. It's very vulnerable to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not easy showing up on these platforms and, you know, putting ourselves out there in the first place. And then to have somebody in your sphere, you know, negatively speak about it or come at you from a way that doesn't, isn't necessarily serving can kind of feel not so great. And that's, that's happening. That's happened to me. It's happened to some of my girls. And I guess, and I'm sure it's happened to anyone here listening, if you're showing up and, you know, positioning yourself as an authority in some way, shape or form. And my advice that I've been giving them and my advice that I give myself and my advice that I'll give today is that this truly is, is not a you problem. This is not a you problem. This is truly a them problem. And for some reason, the content that you're creating, how you're showing up may be making them feel a certain way that isn't favorable and they're deciding to vocalize it to you. And it's not always easy, but you have to just honor it, give them grace, understand that this is something that isn't necessarily reflective of you, but more so of them and just keep on showing up and realize that your best friend from high school who you've known, loved, and trust forever may not be your ideal customer and (laughs) isn't necessarily paying your bills and going to buy your offers and your products. And that's okay. And you know what? There is a beautiful option on Instagram called the unfollow and the mute button. And my favorite, my favorite, it goes both ways. And it's also something that you can recommend people do if your content is no longer serving them and saying, Hey, I'm actually using this platform specifically for business moving forward because Instagram and TikTok and Facebook are a business that use us to monetize their big freaking brands. I'm doing the same. Here's how I'm going to be showing up. If you want to know me um, and and see pictures of my cats and my dogs, how about come over and let's have a coffee Um, because I'm going to be showing up on social a little bit differently. And that's just the way it is because I'm really using this incredible platform to serve an audience and to create a business and a brand and a dream of my, a life of my dreams. And just tell yourself that and have those little pep talks, talk to a friend, have a mentor that you can kind of, you know, go back and forth with because hate is going to hate. And the second that you start to shine and level up in any capacity, I'm telling you firsthand from experience, it's going to make people feel uncomfortable it's going to make people for whatever reason, feel a little bit icky or less than sometimes. Um, and that's okay. And they'll get on and they'll move forward and hopefully it can eventually inspire them to show up the way that I think that they want to. But in the meantime, you have to just do you boo, stay in your own lane, focus on serving and showing up with badass content and on to the next. Slow clap. Mike, drop. 
thank God we stayed on to have that conversation because that is such solid advice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Cause it, it does. It's, and it's for the people that, yeah, they've seen us show up one way. They've known us since we were 13 and all of a sudden you grow up and you evolve and not every, you know, people, a lot of people, they kind of want you to stay the same. If they're staying the same, everybody has different, you know, they're, we're all on different growth paths and that's okay. So another thing that I, that's helped me. And when I kind of was able to grasp this, it was, it was super helpful was that that's just one person's perspective. And it's, I think where a lot of people, a lot of people make the mistake of getting that quote, constructive criticism and solicited advice and, and like automatically generalizing their whole audience. Like, oh, that, that's how one person feels that that must be how everybody is viewing me. So then they, they kind of like go back into their turtle shell and start playing small again. And, and it affects like the whole, the whole vibe, but what I've seen and, and it's so freeing when you can wrap your mind around this is that that's just one person's perspective perspective. So we have like our friends, our family, the people that have been following you, you know, maybe in the first phase of your business or a second, but then you have all of these other people often double, triple, quadruple, 10 times more people who are new to you, who might be just seeing your stuff today or this week, or who are going to be following you tomorrow. And their first impression of you is how you're showing up now. So if you're showing up as the boss ass queen that you are right now, that's going to be the only thing that they know you as. But if you retract and you go back and you, you start acting out of fear, then that's going to be their first impression and perspective of you too. So I think it's just putting it all in perspective and just reminding yourself, okay, that's one person. Yeah. It stings. You're human. Of course it stings. Like nobody wants to get that kind of feedback, but, but zoom out a little bit because that's not everybody's point of view. And that's helpful for me to remember. That's such a good point. That is such a good point. I'm going to take that. You're right. And we're getting new followers, all of us every day. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're making reels. We're making reels. <laughs> I'm not, but y'all are. <laughs> it's fine. I'm it's fine. Um, dude, thank you so much. This has been, I mean, I we could have, I could, I mean, we already know I could talk to you like forever. And I'm not trying to keep you all day, but I feel like this is it's been so incredibly valuable. So thank you so much for taking the time and, and just being the person that you are and for taking the leaps that you have, that's gotten you here because it's allowed you to show up today and serve even more people. So for all the people who I know are like, how do I find you? How do I work with you? What do you have going on? Tell us all the things. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This has been such a great conversation. I mean, we have these conversations all the time, but it's fun to do. This was so fun. And I hope that you found value. And yes, so you can find me over on my website, which is my first and last name, alasorochuk.com. 
you can head over on Instagram and find me. It's Ayla Frida, A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A. It's my middle name. I probably should change it. Look at me, the Instagram. It's perfect. Um, so over there, um, yeah, I do one-on-one coaching. I have a 12-week mastermind if anyone is looking for support there. And yeah, some a couple exciting things coming down the pipeline in the next month or so. So if you're finding following me on social, you'll hear all about it. But yes, this was amazing. I had the best freaking time. And yeah, thank you for having me. And yes. you're a podcast host now. Oh, yes. I'm a podcast brand new. So brand new. Oh my God. <laughs> one week. <laughs> one week so I forget yes I have a podcast so you can find me the next level social podcast it's all about social media marketing tips to take your brand to the next level um, a little bit of mindset here but really really tactical kind of strategic um, things that you can take in real time and apply them that day type of stuff for social media branding for Instagram and social media and all of that. So yes, thank you for reminding me. And Brandon got four episodes up there, but every Tuesday they drop um, and I'm having the best time with it. And so yes, I'll find me over there too. Yeah. If you liked this conversation, you can only imagine what her podcast is like. So definitely, I mean, you got it. You got to hit her up on Instagram. She has, it seems like all the time, new, super, super juicy Alucard offers ways to up-level branding and your marketing and all the things that we all need to do for our businesses. And then of course the podcast and I'll link all of those things, of course. So anyway, you're a queen. Thank you for doing what you do and for taking the time to pour into us today. You're welcome. Okay. You're the best. Thank you for having me. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.